Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we finally get to <laughs> finally. talk to Steve. We finally get to uh, talk about Warrior Wrestling 3. Warrior Wrestling 3. You know, when when he was when we were talking to Steve, he's like, yeah, Warrior Wrestling 3. And I was like, doesn't it feel like they've done like six of these already? Yeah, I thought we were on four. Yeah, like, no. Next show was going to be five, but no. No, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It just feels like they've only done three, but it feels like they've done more. And it's just becoming like a thing we've been doing for three years. I guess yeah. that's not like in a bad. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It feels like it's part rhythm. of our regular routine of, right. of shows that we go to. You know. Yeah. So what's new, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, today I had a morning event, and I hate waking up so early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you what know, was, what, what what time? What was was uh, what time? Did I was you wake out of up? the house by like six thirty. Oh, so you to wake up at like so, five thirty, maybe. Yeah, five. Like I woke up like quarter to five. Okay. Because, uh, you know, the whole I have to, you know, get That's hotel early. ready and everything. and Right. Um, you know, so it just worked out that way, but... Still putting in the hours. It's 8.06 yeah. 8 p.m. 8.06, yeah. It's, it's still a good day. I'm not, you know, you asked me how my energy level was. Uh, I did. Feeling all right. Okay, good. Staying hydrated. Yeah, we want to bring that energy up sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, no Modellos, but, you know, no H2O. Uh, no doubt. I mean, I got some five. I got. I'm mic- still microdosing five hour energy. If you if you want some of that, I got. I. It's it's been a while. I don't do those, bro. Like I, for for a minute, I felt like I was doing them too often to the point that like with Red Bull, I did Red Bull for a while too. I'll still yeah. grab an energy drink, energy drink here and there, but I feel like. I just became immune to it. Like it just wouldn't do anything. To oh me really? Now. Yeah. I feel like when I like uh when I go to. That's why I take just little sips of the five hour. When I go to like a Monster or Red Bull, I feel like I don't have any like critical thinking. Like my brain is just wiped, and I'm just like staring at the screen. But nothing. Oh, see, when I do the energy drinks, it's so I could just focus, like stay awake and focus. You still have fo- see. I'm just awake, yeah. but my no focus. Well, see, when I do it, it's like close to midnight, so it's like <laughs> okay. I'm pushing myself. I'm awake. Might as well be working and doing something productive. So I don't know. How yeah, you it's do not it. healthy. <laughs> yeah, either way. Uh, but we have results. We're gonna do results. Our favorite match or matches. Interview with Steve, and then Fan Fest conversations. Yep. So Fan Fest conversations. Uh, let's uh, give a little background. So we were gonna we set up we set up our table right next to Kylie Ray. It um, just happened to be that too. Like, is there was oh, a really? design on purpose? Okay. Yeah. Well, it looked like we knew what we were doing. <laughs> we tried this new idea of uh, we were trying to be different. Why we're always trying to be different mm-hmm. and like try something new, keep keep people guessing. So we tried this new idea of like having fans come up and ask questions to Kylie, and then recording it. Plus, we had some of our own questions. But to to a credit to her, her line just never dried up. No, and like from just, the moment she walked up to that table, just because she's in Fuego right now, and like we didn't want it to. So this it's our fault. We don't have that. Um, it's really no one's fault. It's it, it's it's it just we never got that conversation. Right. Our intent um, was to have her on or. We're open to any other wrestler. Yeah, know. we talked to a, a, a wrestler or two. We talked to some fans. Mm-hmm. But Kylie uh, was doing her thing. We didn't want to take her away from that. And, like, because uh, she was having a lot of great interactions She's such a nice person that she's right. like, oh, I feel so bad. I'll go. I could do five minutes. And I'm like, you take care of the people Yeah, you do you. And I know she, you know, had to go get ready for her match. And she had to go somewhere out of town, I think, after that match. Yeah. So she was running all over the place. And... 
Um, you know, we'll talk to her at some point. We will. We'll get your questions answered. We'll get our questions answered. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. But we did get some good audio with people. We even got interviewed ourselves, which I thought was, like, a weird spin zone. Like, whoa, <laughs> right. we, we don't even know what to say. Like, like Val and Polish Rob came up to us and we're like, hey, Polish do you want... Malinowski. Polish Malinowski. <laughs> we're like, hey, do you want to say something on the podcast? They're like, no, we're here to interview you. And we're uh-huh. like, wait, what? Right. Like, speechless. Hopefully uh, they'll, you know, release that footage. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but if they don't, it was a nice experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were doing their thing, and uh, we so we did get some FanFest audio, and uh, it was cool because, like, we got a chance to uh, just kind of, like, get up and, like, really experience, because we didn't have, like, we, we didn't spend a ton of time at our table, so we were kind of, like, experiencing the fan fest and talking to a lot of people, too. Which right, I and, was, like, and a as we've seen on, uh, on, our, on our Instagram page, we and we talked about, you know, getting to meet Black Market Ivan and, uh, you know, seeing La Flama Blanca once again from right. Schedule from One Fall, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually, uh, I, was, I was watching uh, their YouTube videos, and they put us over, so thank you on that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check those out on my way home. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so... Did you have anything else or we're going to get no, jump let's, right No, let's in jump into, uh, you know, the card and results, and I want to talk about what was your favorite match. Okay, results. Uh, Rich Swan defeated Andrew Evanet in a killer opener. Uh, Jordan Grace defeated Kylie Ray to retain the Progress Women's Champion. Chip, I forgot that it was even for a belt. Moose defeated Ethan Page. Uh, the team of Dragon Lee, Super Crazy, Sam Adonis defeated Monix, Daga, and Ultimo Dragon. Robert Ego Anthony and Frank the Clown, with assistance from Frank the Clown, win the freelance for all. Eddie Edwards defeats Austin Aries in a street fight. Tessa Blancer defeats Britt Baker. Um, the Lucha Brothers defeat Team White Wolf, A Kid, and Carlos Romo. And Brian Cage retains his belt and defeats Bandito. I actually took a ton of notes during this match. Um, during the main event? During the entire show. Oh, okay. sorry. Um, so I'm, well, I'm going to pull those up just for a second, just because I want to talk about. I just want to reference them, but I'm going to throw it sure. to you out of the the show. Okay, so what was my, your favorite? Yeah, match? my favorite match. Uh, oh, it's the Lucha Brothers, uh, and yeah. you'll hear you know me talking about that with Steve. Uh, it was like different different spots spots that I hadn't seen before, spots that they haven't used in a while. Um, and this is not that it was just a spot fest, but I think they both, the, these two teams, you know, I've never seen them go against each other. And the chemistry that they had throughout the whole match uh, made it for, for a great match. I really, like, you can, because we were sitting on the, on, the, on the bleachers, and you mm-hmm. just see the whole... Facing, like, the where people come out, the wrestlers yeah, yeah, come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were facing where the, the wrestlers come out, right. in the bleachers of the opposite side, and then... You know, as this match is progressing, you see the whole crowd getting excited, and when there's you know a spot when the when the crowd pops, you just see everybody get up from their seats. Like you have this like bird's eye view. I, I, that's how I saw it. Sure, like and a wave of popping. a wave of yeah, people just standing up, and yeah. I was like, I, when that match finished, I'm like, I'm too far. My dollar is not gonna reach the ring once I throw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I really like this match, but a close second was, for me, the Jordan Grace and Kylie Ray. Okay, good transition. My notes for the Penta match are, nobody's mother is safe from Penta's verbal assault. <laughs> okay. Nobody, no one's mother is safe from Penta's verbal assault, no matter who it is. Um, 
uh, insane. Uh, oh, there was insane uh, breakup pin spot. Um, it was like Penta jumped off the back of one of the White Wolves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. While whilst jumping off the back of one of the White Wolves, he he propelled himself into a destroyer on the other one. Yes. That was like one of the spots you you'll hear Steve talk about a spot that he's never seen before. Mm-hmm. I don't think we saw it either. Right. That was like one of the spots. Um, and then also I uh, I took a note about a Penta again breaking up the pin. You know how he does a like really swift sidekick. Uh huh. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought we broke up a pin that way, and I cackled. Like I don't know why I laughed so hard. Like <laughs> at Penta the way Penta was breaking up these pins. Yeah, because he usually throws that kick, and is when he throws the woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kick woo. Curses at your mother. <laughs> yeah. One two three. Um, those are my okay. So transitioning into. My favorite match, I'll probably just, I probably just switch it. Um, like my favorite match would be Jordan Grace uh, versus Kylie Ray, and then probably the Lucha Brothers match second, and like a third, like tied for third would be like Cage and Bandito versus Swan and Everett. Um, those I think, like if you're like, hey, I only got time, I can only catch like mm-hmm. a quarter of this show, I would watch those matches at least that. You know, if you can only eat a little bit from the buffet line, like those are the ones you should you should consume. Um, my notes for the Jordan Grace Kylie Ray match: the crowd was very into it, so I got the crowd on their side mm-hmm. like right away. Um, there was a nice pump handle slam, which ended up putting Kylie away at the end, and then there was also some chaining going on. Yeah, which is like both of these women are very powerful, but um, it wasn't all power moves. It was like okay, we're we're gonna chain a little bit at first. Uh, we were sitting next to the real Jeremy Zaha, and he said he was like, it was one of the matches that had an emphasis on storytelling. Uh, so that's coming point, from yeah. coming from the mouth of the real Jeremy Zaha, who is our friend and who's going to be on it with an, with us on an episode upcoming. So look out for that. It's a newer, quirkier idea that we have. Hopefully, this one comes through, unlike the Kylie Ray idea that we had. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that would that would be my thing. Um, any thoughts on the the Kylie Jordan match? Uh, no, I, I, like I said, I think to me, like, it was a, a, a second favorite just because, you know, Lucha is at my heart all the time. And yeah. I got to just, well, so, yeah. so uh, Penta was wearing, I got to comment on this, like, the and isn't the first time I see him with this mask where no, it's it, like you, a full cover. Your energy level just, just rose. <laughs> did, you, did you feel that? Well, because, you know, <laughs> I, like, I, Penta's masks are so unique. And, you know, very well designed. Uh, he has his mask maker and everything. But he's including this piece where his mouth is covered. You know, it looks like already like a skull mouth or whatever. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, it looks cool, but whenever he... Because he's, he's tried cutting a few promos on it. And it's like, bro, just, just take that off. The mouthpiece. The mouthpiece. Okay. Um, not a fan of that design. Okay. I just had to put it out there, but... Uh, quick hot takes from uh, PBR Pedro. He enjoyed this show. He's you know gone to other promotions with us, mm-hmm. and he said that by far for him, Warrior Wrestling is has put the best show he's seen so far. Great. So, uh, and he's more of like a he comes to indie shows with us, but more of a casual wrestling yeah, fan. Yeah, casual. Right? Mm-hmm. He was the PBR Pedro was the other guy, and I actually wasn't even wearing a two heels and a face shirt because I suck. But PBR <laughs> Pedro was the. Oh, guy. that's right. Yeah, he was wearing the other two heels and a face shirt. Yeah, he was with us. And everyone, when everyone was, like, coming up, because we met, like, a lot of new people mm-hmm. uh, that we, that was like, hey, I know of you. And then I was like, and then we were like, oh, we know you too. Like, kind of like, we followed each other first 
on Instagram and then like we met in yeah. person kind of introductions and then they were like shaking our hands and then they would shake Pedro hand, Pedro's yeah. hand too but he was like he was our honorary like third know, yeah um, he yeah. was our honorary he, he completed the two heels and a face that night <laughs> right um, we didn't get any audio we need to get Pedro on the podcast yeah I'm sure he'll join us at some point yeah this would have been a good one because like we yeah we need to get his perspective from like a I don't watch wrestling all the time kind of perspective because mm-hmm. I think it'd be like interesting and he'd have some some solid takes like this is you know we know certain things like what chaining is for example and he might not right. know that but like still like this is what it is to him uh-huh and like he's also yeah from pretty, a casual standpoint like right. he's also pretty funny so uh, that's just my <laughs> and opinion. he's excited about PBRs that's why he got the yeah and he's like PBRs <laughs> what, did, what was his thing with PBRs because his thing with PBRs was that uh, AEW and LaSalle had pretty cheap PBRs <laughs> okay. and he went to a LaSalle show with me so next time around at Logan, he was excited for the PBRs and he was ready to drink some PBRs. <laughs> but once he got there, he realized that it's not LaSalle and the prices are not the same. Yeah, no, they're not so, the same. And that's yeah. like the most, Logan Square Auditorium has Modelo's, but I think they have the most expensive can of PBR in the city. Yes. yes. I, was, I thought you were going to say Modelo's, the expensive Modelo's were at MLW. Oh, well, those are expensive models? Yeah, those were expensive models. I think like six dollars, seven dollars. No, like seven dollars. Because I know it was more. It was it was more than what I pay normally at Logan. Oh. So yeah. Damn. Okay. All right. That's disappointing. Um, and, what a way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also remember Jordan Grace had super super stiff, uh, like forearm shots to the point where yeah, she ain't playing, bro. Like, Kylie's a tough son of a bee, but I was like, is she Kylie going to, like, shed... Like, shed some blood? Shed uh, that, or, like, a tear. It was, like... <laughs> it, like... It's not... Fu- like, those big Papa Pump Scott Steiner... Yeah. You know, lariats and forearms, and... Obviously, Kylie toughened up, toughed up, because she is tough, but... It was, like, uh, cringing. Yeah, is, for is sure. Is you would say. Cringing. Okay, that's all. Uh, we just read the results. It's on High Spots. Um, and uh, March 15th is their fourth show, SCU, is coming to the worst town they've ever been in. And uh, and there's a and you'll hear a bunch of other match announcements if you haven't already seen them on Twitter. Um, so I guess we can get to the interview with Steve unless you had anything else to say. Yep, let's go to Steve. After Steve, you'll uh, hear the um, the conversations we have with people during the fan fest. Yeah. One th- I, don't, I have one question. I have one thing to say about that. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to Elite Player. Yes, uh, elite player. Elite player who well, this is like one of the introductions, right? Like we knew mm-hmm. him digitally, but then he came up and said hi to us. Uh, go check out his vlog on his YouTube channel. We'll have it linked where uh, description of the podcast and probably on the article. Right. We, our, our conversation got cut a little short with him, so we wanted to <laughs> apologize for that because um, we got swarmed. And it's uh, elite player on Instagram is E L I T number three player. Okay. So follow his Instagram. You'll end up on his YouTube channel uh, and check out his work. Uh, yes. He goes to all the Warrior Wrestling shows. And, yeah, it was, you know, you, you'll hear a little bit of how his uh, uh, conversation got a little caught off. But, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, you'll hear uh, some um, Joe Alonso in there as well. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, some other fans as well. So looking forward yeah, Trent, to it. Trent's on there. Trent's on there. Count it. Uh, steadfastly. Steadfast, steadfast, steadfast. Uh, steadfast. Something. What, what is steadfast? It? Nate Speckman. Sure. Sure. All right. Sorry, Nate. <laughs>
All right, we are now on the line with Steve from Warrior Wrestling. Oh, you know what, Chris? I'm kicking myself. We have to do an official announcement later to do the count for Steve versus Trent. That's right. To oh. really see who's, who is the official leading recurring guest. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. yeah. Like, I was waiting for you to respond. <laughs> no, I thought you, you secretly had that number with you. No, 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 no. I said I don't. I forgot to tell you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. we need to tally it up. Is that what it is? That's what we, uh, that's what we have. How do you, Steve, how do you feel that you could be number one? Well, first of all, when you said that, I just, my, I froze. My heart stopped. I didn't breathe. I was like, am I number one? Am I number one? And then you didn't say anything. So I, I'm waiting with David's breath. <laughs> Sorry, that present that the the initial buildup was was just too much. I, I said it the wrong way, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Trent has to know that every time there's a Warrior Wrestling show, we're ha- going to have you on at least twice. So he's got to be prepared for that, and he's got to be sliding in our DMs to get on the show. Well, I think Trent was on your show that you recorded at Warrior Three, so That's he's true. kind of Ooh. he's found a way to kind of even get because I can't do it while Warrior's going on because I'm too busy. So he can do it while he's there. So I think he's he's gamed the system a little bit. Yeah, he brought it down to just a plus one instead of a plus two every and time he, there's a show. He is on, he'll be on the, on the latter half of this episode because he also got in. Because yeah, cause oh, he gets in during the. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So yeah, he'll cancel you out. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so we go you know back and forth. I, I can do that. Well, I'm going to get that official count. Um, but we did have some questions for you on the show. I guess we wanted to uh, just first give you the floor to, for your initial thoughts on the last show that took place on January 5th. Sure. Thank you, guys. Well, first of all, thank you, as always, for having me. We love uh, the promotion that you guys do for the shows, and it's great to see you guys at Warrior, and uh, I'm glad that you guys get the chance to talk to people. So, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I was <laughs> super happy with, uh, with Warrior 3 on January 5th, and, and I said this coming out of Warrior 2 as well. Generally, and I've been producing a variety of different shows and productions and comedy shows and things for a long, long time. And generally, I'm always super critical of anything that I produce or anything that I work on. But I was really, really happy with this show. And, and all throughout Warrior 3, um, Eric, uh, who's my right-hand man and my head talent wrangler, and he and I were in the back just kind of looking at each other like, uh, something's got to go wrong soon because this is going too smoothly. So we... Um, we had shifted a lot of stuff up and changed some things from Warrior 2 as far as from a fan fest perspective, the logistics, the entrances and times and things like that, and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. And then from the show standpoint as well, we were thrilled. I mean, I hope that you guys liked it. I hope everybody that's listening and saw it liked it. But we thought from a show quality standpoint that it was just – it was awesome. From from the opener with Rich Swan and Andrew Everett, you know, I, I have a, a good buddy named Pat who is a huge WWE wrestling fan – but is decidedly not an indie wrestling fan. And he drove down from Milwaukee to see the show because he's my buddy. He wanted to support support it. And right. he was texting me throughout the first half of the show like, this is amazing. That girls match was amazing. This match is amazing. <laughs> so I'm hoping that if I, I won over one of my harshest critics slash best friends who's not an indie wrestling guy, that, that other people enjoyed it as well. But generally, to, to pull it all together, we were thrilled with the show. We thought there were some stellar matches. We thought there was nothing that uh, was anything below very, very good. And all in all, when the when the credits rolled at the end, I was really darn happy with the show. Great. Yeah, somewhere either before we talk to you or depending on how we edit this, we'll, mm-hmm. Chris and I will give our opinion on like specific matches. So sure. we don't have any questions related too closely to that so if you want to say something about a match just go for it at any point during this 
Um, a follow-up I wanted to ask, it sounds like things, in a sense, at least this is too uh, too much of a blanket statement, but is anything like kind of becoming routine about running these shows yet? Uh, yes, in a good way. So the way it all flows, in the, when we did Warrior One in May, we had no idea what we were doing. We were literally flying by the seat of our pants, making stuff up as we went, and we made mistakes, and there are things that we didn't know to anticipate. But now that we've done this three times, it's become routine in the sense that like, we know what works. We know from a backstage logistics production what works. We know uh, the talent knows the drill. Those that have been on two or three of our shows, know they know how it works with our meetings in the back and our fan fest and the way the whole layout of the building is. So now we can actually enjoy it more. And so it's kind of weird. It is becoming routine, but that's allowing me to enjoy it. Because the first two, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And now... I know how it flows. So I actually got to watch a lot of the matches live in the arena this time, which I didn't get to do the first times around. And I got to have a lot more in-depth discussions with some of the talent. We got to expand what we do backstage. So we did more photos, more video backstage. And so it's becoming routine, but in the best way possible. Right. And it seems that you got so comfortable that you picked up the microphone this time around and set some rules and boundaries. (laughs) Yeah, I got on the (laughs) mic a little bit. Oh, (laughs) my gosh, yes. So we um, ultimately, I didn't want to do that because I made a, a vow early on that I'm not going to become a character. I'm not going to become part of the show. But that was the only way logistically to get to where we needed to go for four that made sense. And we kicked around ideas of other ways to do that and like uh, ring announcer Kirby relaying those messages and things like that. But the, the day was just so busy that literally five minutes before that match went in the ring, we're like, all right, screw it. Steve will come out at the end and we'll make it all make sense. And that is literally what we did. Nice. Um, Yeah, I've seen a photo floating around on Twitter, and this is a credit to, like, your staff and them being organized. But it's a picture of four faces and a lot of really swell compliments about a lot of really (laughs) swell people. I was wondering if you could shed some light on what that that is or how that came about. Absolutely. So Jordan Grace was spreading that around. uh, So that is my my dorky humor uh, on display. And so that is part of a, the first page of a big packet that we give to all of our talent. We actually started that on the very first show. Um, and what it basically is, is for the talent, it, the, the packet is a guide of first pages, all the information. So address, Wi-Fi, hotels, shuttles, uh, pictures of all the wow. people that they need to know for the night. So like me, Eric, who's a, our talent guy, our director of security, our business manager. And then the next page is like the schedule for the day. The next page is tips and reminders about the show, things like it's family friendly, which some people endured this time. Um, and then the next page after that is the general run sheet for the show. And, and we did that because, again, my theater and comedy background coming into play, that's basically like a run yeah. sheet. And we wanted the talent to have mm-hmm. a rundown of, what the call time was for the day and all stuff like that. So um, we just, that was just second nature to me and Eric, the first show we did. And then we've had talent, all three shows tell us like, this is insane. No one ever gives us this much, much information. And we're like, well, that's just, that's just how we do anything. So we just did it this way and we're glad people like it. it, it the, the crew, the crew on that sheet, are they, do they work with you at the high school or are these other people, you know? Yeah, so the four people on the sheet, me, uh, Eric Hamilton, who's my right-hand man, and he worked at the high school. So he and I went to Marion together. He taught there for a couple of years. Uh, he doesn't okay. work at the school anymore because he and his wife moved out to the western suburbs. But uh, the other person is our director of security for the school, who's also the director of security for the event, and our business manager for the school, who's also the business manager for the event. 
And as I, I was joking with wow. somebody else recently, like our merch guy is our engineering and computer science teacher. Our, you know, fan fest adults are um, the wife of the president of our school and her sister and a couple other teachers. Our front of house people, our, our gate people are other Marian teachers. Like literally it is just everybody from the high school who has a real job who wants to help, helps me out and does some second job for the wrestling show. That's awesome. That's really cool. Because yeah. you already have chemistry with these people and they also want to benefit the school and the children going there. So it makes sense to just bring them over. Yeah, it's awesome. And like our PR guy runs the bar, so he gets all the beer donations and does all that. And it's and, and our um, concessions team is the same concessions team that does it for uh, for the school events, like basketball games and volleyball games. So literally, it is the Marian Catholic staff or a chunk of the Marian Catholic staff that makes Warrior Wrestling work. Great. Uh, Chris had a question about the. We're gonna get a little bit into the wrestling now. Chris had a question about yeah, the freelance rumble. Yeah, I guess uh, this at the the. the this is what kicked off the second half, or I think, no, it didn't kick off the second half of the show, but it was in the initial stages of that. Um, sure. It was regarding the, the freelance for all, or uh, the freelance rumble. I'm not exactly sure what name the match had. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we called it the free for all is what we called it. Oh, free, and then, yes, initially in our first episode, I called it the freelance for all. Freelance uh, for all, right. So, the spin uh, Bunch of freelance guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I was expecting to see, I guess, uh, I was thinking more of a battle royal because I was expecting to see all these guys at once in the ring, but then we sure. we, we saw we saw them going in. You know, I think it was two minutes apart or after pinfalls, and it, it seemed to to get a little lengthy. Did, did did you feel that, or or was it designed that way and it went it went like it should? Um, so it was interesting. So it kind of changed as, as we were in pre-production. It was supposed to be two-minute intervals, and, and some of the guys in the match wanted to shrink it to one-minute intervals. And then, uh, so we shrunk it to the one-minute intervals. And then in, in talking with some of the guys immediately after, some of the guys felt it felt a little rushed. And it, it's interesting you'd say it felt lengthy because some of the guys were saying the opposite, that it felt like it was, it was too rushed, too stacked. When I watched it back uh, about a week or so later um, on High Spots, actually about three or four days later on High Spots, I actually was surprised with how good it turned out because that was one of the ones I didn't get to see too much of in mm-hmm. uh, in person. But the the way we kind of laid that match out, the thought was we knew that uh, Ego and, and Pillman were going to go the distance and be the beginning and the end. And we really wanted to highlight Wardlow in the middle. And so, and then we basically yeah. gave the two separate crews, the Alpha One guys, who were Space Monkey and Wheeler and Durst and Saber, we gave them a run in, in a row so that they all got to work together. Wardlow was kind of the, the break in the match. He came out and murdered all those guys. And then we mm-hmm, brought yeah. in all the freelance guys. And so the hope was by the end of the match, a couple of things happened. Number one, Wardlow looked like a total beast, which we, we thought he did. We thought he looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Isaiah was kept strong as a freelance champ. Uh, he did pin Wardlow and then got flash pinned by uh, Ego Anthony. And then number yep. three, we got to our, our finish with uh, Ego and, and, and Pillman and Frank the Clown. So um, I thought it generally, you know, if we were to do it again, the guys actually asked. So the guys had asked for it to be one minute intervals, and afterwards they're like, no, we should have kept it at two. So if we do it again, let's do it at two minute intervals. So we might mm-hmm. play with some of the um, the pacing if we were to do it again. But I do like the idea of, of a type of match that cycles through and allows you to highlight so many different guys. And so like a battle royal or a royal rumble is, all, unless it's done really, really well, ends up just a bunch of dudes standing around pushing each other into the ropes. And yep. our thought was we wanted to give guys enough time to highlight themselves and one another so that everybody could shine. 
And so I think it did that to some extent. Was it perfect? No, but I think it, it hit the things we wanted it to hit. That makes sense. So mission accomplished, then, correct? Yeah, we were really happy with it. And we thought the, guy, the work of the guys was fantastic. So The, the one thing that we, did, we were uh, speculating on uh, while watching this match is, so the winner gets what? Is this a number one contender or just, you know, gets, a come, gets to come back to Warrior Wrestling? Uh, was there any stipulation like that out there or no? There was not a stipulation on this match, but you will see uh, that the the guys who started it and ended it, they're not done yet. So that's going to keep, uh, that's going to keep progressing. So there was not a stipulation on the match itself, but it didn't go nowhere. It's, it's going somewhere. I can promise you that. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. And if, if you have a uh, warrior, you guys have been releasing some videos and all that backstage yeah. stuff you talked about that is like progressing the story. Uh, so you, the listener, should go check all that out, um, either, you know, after this or sometime after this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun stuff. Go check it out. Um, Pat Monix. So he's been, I don't know if you want to call him, I don't know if you, let's, let's put our, our kayfabe hats on for a second, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I don't think, it, I don't know if you would call this a slump, but there's a recurring theme where he's getting a lot of big opportunities that can't seem to seal the deal in terms of a W and that's kind of carried on from other promotions to warrior. Uh, can you put your finger on why he's struggling and is this opportunity too big for him? Well, I think one of the interesting things really comes out. If you watch the video of Pat after the match from warrior, mm-hmm. uh, cause he says in there, you know, the, the story of the indie darling who, keeps getting his shot against these legends and coming up short. I'm sick of it. The next time you see me, you're going to see a whole new Pat Monix. And I think actually says, quote, you're going to see a whole new project Monix. And I think that is the beginning of a, a shift for Pat. And I think you've seen Pat, the lovable guy come up short, whether it's in Zella, whether it's in warrior and, you know, he showed up to warrior three and one of my buddies, you know, nudged me while we were watching. He goes, man, Monix put on some muscle. Because Monix was on Warrior 1 in May. He was on Warrior 2 in September. And the guy that showed up in January 5th was much stronger, much more built than the guy that showed up in May and September. And I said, yeah, Monix is, is growing into his own. And I think you're going to see that this was maybe a turning point for Project Monix. Uh, that, that's my prediction. Great. Okay, I'm going to take my kayfabe hat back off. Whew, um, <laughs> random question. Do you or could you get free dental checkups from Britt Breaker? You know, I, I'm sure if I asked, Brit, he would. Um, behind, backstage at Warrior 2, she explained the difference between DDS and DLS, which I was really confused about. And she actually was telling us all about that literally before she walked through the curtain at Warrior 2. And then uh, at Warrior 3, somebody pitched to her, you know, she should purposely knock somebody's teeth out during a match. That would just cement her for her whole career. Like she will knock him out and put him back in. <laughs> that would be great. She's known she's known for knocking teeth out, and then she capitalizes because she be she befriends them after and then puts it back in. So it's like a two way street for her. Total monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. All right. Uh, I want to ask you something. Let me know if you're not. I don't think this is too. Um, uncomfortable but it's something that i guess that we've been like hearing and i wanted Ooh, to know your I'm thoughts if it, like reveal as much as you can 
Sure. Uh, we really don't. We're not the press, and we really don't press you hard. But I feel like this this question might get a little closer to that line. Um, wanted to know if if the Lucha Brothers had a, first of all a phenomenal match. Uh, yeah. Have, have they? Did they come to you preferring to work tag? And is this something that we can expect moving forward? Because that seems to be the trend and like kind of a cool trend. Yeah. So no, I can confirm that. And that's not the uh, man. I was expecting like a boxers or briefs type question. Um, <laughs> which I mean, boxer briefs, best of all worlds. Um, I think you no. Know, so you no. Know, when I talked to them ahead of Warrior Three, they they were not shy at all about that. That they prefer to work as the Lucha Brothers at least for the spring. And um, that's a conversation I had with the guys, gosh, probably in October, yeah, October, November. And I said, that's great. You know, we, we're, we're happy to have Phoenix and Pentagon in any capacity. So um, right. they do want to go on a run right now, kind of as the Lucha Brothers, and we're happy to have them. Great. Uh, do you think that they could be potential Warrior Wrestling Tag Champions in the future? If that's even a I, thing. I'm assuming that will be a thing. Uh, you know, it's funny. We haven't talked about it internally yet, uh, Tag Champs, but I feel like it is coming at some point, and I think that they are probably the most likely recipients or earners of that honor just because they've Pentagon's been on every show thus far. Uh, Phoenix has been on two of them. The first one in May, he had to drop off for some personal issues day of, which was totally fine. So they, they've been stalwarts for, for us. I mean, they're always there, and they're always amazing. They're great to work with, and I mean – I can't think of another tag team on the planet Earth that is hotter right now than the Lucha Brothers. You could maybe say the Young Bucks, but outside of that, I mean, they're killing it. You know, they've been tearing it up with LAX and Impact, tearing it up in AAA, yep. tearing it up in MLW. So if we end up introducing tag belts, I think it's a no-brainer. Those are the first guys that deserve that shot. Great. Well, let's not also – so you introduced uh, Team White Wolf to me in this show uh and you had told us about a kid uh i i mean yes the lucha brothers are great and i'm sure they could you know have a great match against anybody but the fact that these two uh what what's his name uh a kid and carlos romo right mm -hmm. uh, i mean they had such a good match i think uh it was one of the the loudest uh crowd reactions throughout the show mm -hmm. um you know that we had that we got through throughout the night on this match and the question is will they be back and you know can we can we ex expect them to to be a staple with warrior excellent question i guarantee you team white wolf will be back they may not be back on the immediate next show uh they because i we've already talked about it with them and those two guys first of all not only are they incredible top-notch guys wonderful, wonderful people, and just so happy to, for the opportunity, so happy to be uh, at Warrior Wrestling. And so we've talked with them. Schedule-wise, the immediate next show may not work for them, but um, for Warrior 5, we'd love to have them back because um, they are incredible to work with. As you said, the match was unbelievable. There are a couple spots in that match I've absolutely never seen before. There was one where yeah. Phoenix and Carlos, uh, Felix, Phoenix and A-Kid were chain wrestling, and uh, they had their hands together, and A-Kid kind of did the double foot push him up. And then he jumped over Phoenix's head with their hands still interlocked and ended up behind Phoenix in a backslide position. I jumped out of my couch when I saw that back, <laughs> watching it on high spots. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even know that, like, how that works with physics. So those guys are awesome. Um, we love to have them back. 
And it's interesting. We've talked about different combos of opponents for them, and I've kind of floated it with different friends and people. And I've had more than a handful of people tell me, just have them face the Lucha Brothers again. Just do a rematch. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> we could do a rematch. So I don't know who they'll face, but I guarantee you Team White Wolf will be back. That's that's good to hear. I, I really enjoyed seeing them. And and now i got to go figure out where to follow them. Like, Do you have any insight of where, where to go see you know some of their upcoming matches or anything like that? Yeah, so uh, they wrestle. So their home promotion is called White Wolf Wrestling. It's based out of Madrid, Spain. And um, Carlos is currently the champion. A-Kid actually owns and runs the, the promotion and is the head trainer. And um, they also wrestle quite a bit on the British scene. Every couple months they'll do a run-through like Progress or um, I believe they've been on OTT and a few of the other United Kingdom um, uh, promotions. But they've had a lot of good matches with some guys from Australia, some guys from England, and they just – so, so if you like British wrestling, I'm sure you can find them a little bit there. But if you want to go direct to the source, it's, it's White Wolf Wrestling. Awesome. Cool. Um, speaking of crowd reactions, the monkey flips in the Cajun oh Bandito event. <laughs> uh, obviously the main event delivered, but I guess I wanted your opinion on the main event and I guess those monkey flips. I think the second one got even higher. Yeah. Um, the sheer strength of Brian Cage is mag- magnifying. It, it, that's not the right word. It's mesmerizing. It's mesmerizing. I can't even speak. Brian Cage <laughs> is not human. And the first monkey flip, I went, oh my God, he almost threw him across the ring. And then when the place chanted one more time, and he did it again, he threw him turnbuckle to turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the, running out of ring the, space. Yes. Bandito's mm-hmm. legs actually hit the second rope on the opposite turnbuckle. Right. Brian Cage is a freak of nature. Brian, we should all pray that Brian Cage <laughs> never gets angry. Because if he gets angry, it's because first of all, he's the nicest guy in the world. But if he gets angry, it's the end of all of us. He will just walk through Chicago Heights, knocking down walls. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I run thought the main happens. event. Yeah. So I thought the main event was incredible, and I thought it was, you know, as we talked ahead of the match, one of the things that we really liked about that pairing was that Bandito not only could fly and and be a flyer to Cage's base, but not only could Cage fly, but Bandito had incredible strength, too. And as I said, don't be surprised to see him go back and forth with some strength and power moves. Outside of the monkey flip, the other move from that match, the other sequence that blew my mind, was when Cage jumped off the second rope for a crossbody, and Bandito caught him and then held him, and then power slammed him. If anybody <laughs> doubts the strength of Bandito, again, people think, oh, Luchador, small flippy guy. Yes, he can flip. Yes, he can fly. But my God, is that guy strong as a horse. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Brian Cage, um, actually, this was Chris's question, so I apologize if I'm stealing no, this from you. What are... Or what are some uh, top contenders? If you give us top three contenders for the next, uh, the next to face Brian Cage. Well, that is a perfect transition. You guys didn't even know this was coming. Uh, top three contenders. We have decided that for Warrior Wrestling Four, it only makes sense that he defend the title in a fatal four way match. So there, in fact, okay. will be three contenders at once for his title. Now, and this is legit, this is shoot, uh, Brian Cage and I in talking about finding the best competitors, the best challengers for him around the world, he wanted to face uh, a unit of three guys who are all going to be 
trying to outdo one another because it's going to be first pin to win. But the title will be on the line, Brian Cage versus all three members of the Rascals. So Desmond Xavier, Trey Miguel, and Zachary Wentz will all be challenging for Brian Cage's Warrior Wrestling Championship. We think that match is going to be absolutely insane. And that is going down at Warrior 4 on Friday, March 15th. This is the first place I've publicly said that. Not sure when you guys are going to put the episode up, so it might be out before then. But that will be the title match for Warrior 4. So Cage is going to have three... Three guys, three guys to throw around like ragdolls. Uh, they'd have to probably team up against them and then try to schoolboy each other for the roll-up victory. That's, oh, that's yeah. what I think <laughs> might happen. I think they're going to have to try to take out the beast and then uh, fight amongst themselves once he's out. I would imagine that's going to be their, their strategy. I've not talked to the guys yet about strategy, but that seems like it makes the most sense. Wow. That's, I mean... It, yeah, it sounds like another uh, you know great main event. Main event, like it's going to be fast. It's going to have a lot of bodies flying around, whether that's with flips or just tossed by Brian Cage. Yeah, more yeah. monkey flips coming. Yeah, maybe he can hit a double monkey flip uh, or a triple. Monkey I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so what's uh, this? You will probably have announced this if you're making announcements tonight um, on Monday night. On, on your Twitter, what's SCU going to do? SCU is going to be in a dream match. So we basically we sat down and said, what is the biggest barn burner that we could possibly put together? And we literally uh, wrote, Eric and I were brainstorming and a few other guys, and we said, what do we want out of the SCU match? And we came down to two words. We want to melt faces. So <laughs> it is going to be SCU, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and the fallen angel Christopher Daniels against Rich Swan, Andrew Everett, and Sammy Guevara. We think they are going to melt the ring. <laughs> That's interesting and cool because just so many things are so many things that so much so much speculation for AEW is happening. Mm-hmm. So this is like and you don't know who's going to go over there or what there's uh, exclusivity things are going to be like and so this might be like the only chance within I don't know this next era that we get to see these three type of individuals wrestle SCU or the members of SCU so it's kind of interesting yeah that's what we were we were thinking and we're thinking that they're each so obviously Swan and Everett tore the place up at Warrior 3 and they're so good against one another we thought they'd be fantastic together and Sammy Guevara we absolutely love he was in the War of Attrition at Warrior 2. The only reason he wasn't in Warrior 3 is because I believe he was in Japan. Uh, I knew he was out of the country somewhere. And we, the, from the moment we met him and got to work with him, obviously we'd seen his work before Warrior 2. That's why we booked him. But then just working with him, he's such a, such a stud of a person. And so our thought was like, great, any, anytime we can work with Sammy, we're going to do that. So um, we think, you know, it, it, a lot of people think of SCU as characters because, yes, they have great personalities and they're great on being the elite. But people sometimes forget that Kazarian, Daniels, and Sky were some of the most innovative guys around 10 years ago and are still some of the most innovative guys around. They've torn it up with the Young Bucks and the Briscoes and a lot of other people on Ring of Honor. And so putting them against guys like Everett, who can do the most beautiful moonsault, most beautiful shooting star press, and even a double moonsault, and a guy like Swan, who can do a standing Frankensteiner off the mat to the top rope, and Sammy Guevara, who just bounces around like a pinball, we think that match is going to go 50 miles an hour, and it's just going to 
literally, it, it might melt the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and our faces. Yeah, no, it's true what you say about, uh, like, people kind of put wrestling with CD and Kazarian on the back burner just because how tenured they are. But I th- and I'm not even like a huge TNA or Impact guy. I think you don't talk speaking to all the listeners. Like you're doing yourself a disservice if you haven't at least like Google like YouTubed a couple of their old matches and like their uh, their triple threats and their things like that. Like I've I've at least done some of that. So yeah, that is that's where they they made their name. But I'm sure a lot of that still exists that they could they could bust out on time is right. Yeah, no, they're just incredible. So if you ever watch the top moves of any of these guys on YouTube, that's just absolutely incredible. And they've got three guys to, to play against that, that can really fly and really move. So we think that match is going to be the equivalent of the Lucha Brothers White Wolf match from Warrior 3, the match that when it's over, people are just clapping out of amazement and exhaustion. <laughs> Great. So, Steve, let me ask you real quick, and I don't want to put you on the spot, and I'm not asking for any exclusivity here, but any uh, women wrestler, wrestlers that, that we get to see in, uh, in the next uh, Warrior Wrestling show? Absolutely. I'll announce two matches for you right here. Number one, and this was uh, leaked in the backstage video with Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray, for the first time ever anywhere, will go one-on-one with Britt Baker. And Kylie is thrilled for that opportunity. Britt is thrilled for that opportunity. When I talked to the two of them about putting together, legitimately shoot thrilled, uh, very happy to work with one another. When Val announced it to Kylie backstage in their interview, that was a shoot. Kylie did not know what was coming, and that was Kylie's reaction. She is uh, wonderful and super excited to to wrestle Britt, and as is Britt. And our second women's match, now you guys know Tessa Blanchard, as you saw in the video, has been suspended for Warrior 4, so she will not be part of it. But we have somebody going one-on-one with Jordan Grace that we think is going to make for a slobber knocker of a women's match. Jordan Grace goes one-on-one in the final year of her career with Lisa Marie Varon, WWE's Victoria versus Jordan Grace. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we are we are pumped for that. That that that's super cool. Uh, I'm excited. We have so you've announced two women's matches. We got the main event and and the the six man tag with SCU. Uh, thank you. That's that's super exciting. Has uh, yeah yeah. We're looking forward to what is it March fifteenth, right? It's a yep, Friday, Friday right? March fifteenth. Great. Yeah, we're truly spoiled uh, and, you know, have you and your staff and just everyone who contributes uh, and all the people that have helped you out. Uh, we owe them yeah. that. Um, before we go, your favorite match of, of Warrior Wrestling uh, 3? You know, usually I, I give a very, not even a political answer, but, a, but a, a give love to everybody. And I have to give a little love to everybody again because I think each of the matches – um, was different. I thought Swan and Everett opened up the show perfectly. I thought Jordan and Kylie crushed it. Um, I, I liked mm-hmm. everything else that was on the show. But I, you know what? All right. So another little bit of love right here to Austin Aries and Eddie Edwards, who, first of all, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, that ain't over. I've talked to both Austin and Eddie. That is going to continue in some form or fashion, just so everybody's aware. Um, but so that was a great brawl. It was a great fight. It was exactly something different, which is what it needed to be at that time. Um, as I said, I thought the, the freelance free-for-all went well. But for me, 
the one that stole the show was, was the Lucha Brothers and Team White Wolf. I mean, that was, you know, I had my, uh, one of my buddy's wives who was in the audience text us and say, and she knows nothing about wrestling, cares nothing about wrestling. She was, she was there just to support and love. And she texted immediately after that. And it was all caps. And it was just, that was badass. And <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with her more. That was totally badass. So I think that match, um, that match stole it for me. White Wolf versus Lucha Brothers. Yeah, that's usually a good measuring stick. Uh, like when I bring people to a show that aren't uh, necessarily wrestling fans, if you can pop them, then I think you've done your job. Yep, absolutely. And, and it popped everybody. Yep. All right. Did you have anything else, Chris? No. Uh, all I have to do is just thank you, Steve, for joining us, for, uh, you know, jumping back on and, and kind of, you know, talking about, you know, the, the past show and leading us into the next show. Awesome. Yeah, Guys, as always, have, uh, plugs. Yeah, sure. So uh, we're Warrior Wrestling on Twitter. Um, wrestling has no vowels, so W-R-S-T-L-N-G. Uh, on Facebook, we're Warrior Wrestling. Uh, Warrior Wrestling on Instagram, same thing, no vowels in wrestling. The website is warriorwrestling.net. That's where you can get the tickets, and we'll post all of the match cards when they're official up there and videos and things like that. But um, if it, for everybody listening, if you haven't been to a show yet, please come check it out. Uh, the money all goes to a great cause. Every dollar raised goes to help scholarships for kids at our school. And um, so it's great wrestling for a great cause. You can't beat that. It's a, it's a great ticket in town, and there's a fan fest on the front. If you want to spend the extra $25, meet Charlie and Chris, maybe be a guest on the podcast on the buffet. And um, there's just a lot to do. We try to make it a, a festival of wrestling, and hope people will join us. Absolutely. And, and for those listening, I saw a question on Twitter. Anyone who's announced – as a wrestler on the card, we'll be at the Fan Fest, right? That's like one in the same in terms of who's yep, going to wrestle. There might be, be – so there's a chance that Lisa Marie Varon might not be for wrestling, Warrior Wrestling 4, although she might be available by intermission. Um, so like last time, okay. everybody was supposed to be, but Bandito had his travel stuff get all messed up day of. So Bandito didn't – we didn't – we ran Bandito in like two matches before the main event. So the, the goal is for everybody to be available, okay. you know, card subject to change, but that is the goal. Great. No, thank you for setting those expectations. I just recently watched uh, one of the two fire fraud documentaries. So yeah, you know, you want to, you want to be accurate in what you're, what you're, uh, what you're pitching to people and what actually happened. So th thanks for that. No problem. You're the third person in literally 24 hours to tell me about that documentary. So I feel like I got to watch that. <laughs> there's two, there's one on Netflix and one on Hulu. Uh, and Which I've one's heard better? Both are really good. I've heard okay. the Hulu one is better. Okay. Well, I will check it okay. out. Great. All right. Well, enjoy yourself. Enjoy Raw. Uh, announce, enjoy all the Twitter love when these match announcements are happening. And once again, thanks for everything. You got it, guys. You're the best. Can't wait to see you around at the shows and then see you at our show in March. So, uh, so Nate, where did you go to ref school? Uh, I trained with uh, Sammy Callahan and Dave Christ nice. at the did, OI4K did you, Academy. Did you have to stay at the at, Dave, at the Christ house? I do stay at Dave's house, yes. Right now? Yeah, I still go. Oh, okay. So you go for like, you explain to me how the schedule, explain to me how that works. So they have classes Monday and Tuesday, and then okay. uh, they have Rockstar Pro shows every Wednesday. Yeah. And so I used to go down Mondays and Tuesdays and go to training, but now I go down on Tuesday, go to class, stay at Dave's. Uh, wake up, do whatever, and then go to the show on Wednesdays, stay cool. at Dave's again, and then come home Thursday. Awesome. Are you, so you're still in training? 
Yeah, I still train, yeah. Okay, cool. But you're already, like, working a lot, too. I'm already working shows. That's great. Yeah, it's wild. How, I don't well, know how it happened. Because when we first met you, I've had, I've had these questions in my mind for a while. When we first met you, you were working at the Red, or uh, what's it called again? Sorry. The Red Theater, the, the Red Theater. Theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. were you being a referee then, now, too? Or, like, when we met you then, when we saw the, the uh, Chad Deity show? So, or I no. I'm trying to put the timeline together in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we knew you as that guy, and then all of a sudden you were a referee. What? It was Red Theater Chicago. They did a play called The Elaborate Entrance of Chad Deity. Uh, and it was in the summer of last year. And so I think I had already been toying around with the idea of trying to train. And okay. then I was like, it was just something in that show. Like the direction of my life just sort of changed. And I was like, I love theater and I would still do it. But I want to go 100% into wrestling. Yeah. And so I like looked around at schools and so this I think it was right oh, we did a remount sorry in the summer of last year but the original run was yeah two a couple years ago right Yeah. Um so somewhere after that before the remount I was like you know what I'm going to do this and so June of 2018 I started going to school. Wait, that was it? You've only been doing it for half a year? Yeah. So like saying so like, like when I met so, you is like you, you hadn't even started yet when I first met you? No, no, no. I totally had. I, I was always in the background. We just never really, like, paid attention to each other. Oh. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like I knew him as Trent a Chad Deity guy. to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. he was doing Trent things. Because <laughs> I was a Chad Deity guy, doing, and then all of a sudden you're in the ring getting Samoan drop, or, yeah. like, a Doth Valley driver. I'm like, I've been Wait doing, uh, like, airport pickups and grabbing, no, I knew that. grabbing gear met, from the I ring you, since, yeah, since like, mid-2016. Yeah, okay. So I knew, okay. I knew you were doing that. Yeah. You, were, you were Keith's friend is all I knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know you just went to school in June. That was it? Yeah, so it was June 11th. I started training, and then it was... And then by July, it's getting put through tables by Sammy Kellen. It wasn't even that. So it was two, <laughs> two weeks after I started going to class, I walk into the door at Bourbon Street, and Mike's like, hey, how's training going? And I'm like, oh, good. He's like, you know how to bump? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, cool, we need a ref tonight who can bump. <laughs> and this was wrestling rules, I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, it was the show Wrestling Rules, and they needed, they wanted to suspend Sammy, and so they wanted him to beat up a ref. Yeah. And so they, they wanted me. And I was like, cool. So I got one, like, four-minute match or whatever on great. that show uh -huh. um, just to establish me as a referee, and then they beat me up. And then the next month, I had another, like, four-minute match to establish me, and oh. I got beat up again. Yeah. That was your first? That was my first time. Holy shit, no idea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we, were, like, we, we were friends so by then. It, it, it happened so quick. That was amazing. Yeah. And now I've read. You get so much sympathy, though. Everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you got you annihilated. You got oh. annihilated. Yeah, it was the best. Are you okay? It was like four chair shots after the fact. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's right, right. <laughs> yeah. It was under the table. Oh, God. And it's, yeah. and it's yeah, funny, it's funny too, because if you watch it back, they suspended Sammy for the whole thing Yeah. Uh, because he put me through the table, but Dave Christ also punches me in the face <laughs> and, and hits me with a chair. And then they, don't, they don't suspend Dave. That's great, Shit, man. Um, the, worst, oh God, the, worst, the, worst ring, the worst ring action I ever got was when uh, Danny made me sweep up after a, a homicide <laughs> and somebody hardcore match. <laughs> And I was in the ring, and I was sweeping the fucking thumbtacks. Too sweep. Too sweep. Yeah, they started saying, too sweep. Sweep forever. Sweep forever. Yep. And then, the, and then how was I kicked over my, my dustpan? Like, kicked all the thumbtacks, and I was like, God damn it. And he kicked it. I'm like, oh, man. 
That happened to me once. I don't know what to do. I was like, what do I? Is he gonna hit me? Is he gonna gringo kill me right now? What's gonna happen? That happened to me once. I was working. I was working ring crew for Ring of Honor, and I they were like, I think Will Ferrara was running Gorilla, and he was like, go out there and sweep, go out there and sweep. So I ran out and I started sweeping the ring after Bubba put somebody through a table. Uh, Matt Taven and so Matt Taven's like getting up as I'm like sweeping up all this stuff and then uh, he he gets on the mic and he starts like yelling at stuff and the fans are doing the same thing they're like too sweet too yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. and uh, then he like walks around and he's like watch the super kick I'm like we didn't talk about this at all <laughs> and then he kicks me in the face did he really? <laughs> yeah that's awesome man. that's called walking and talking brother that's yeah. amazing so do you ins- are you and Sammy in a feud right now? No, no, no. Wait, Can we took, start that? You took a bump in a Ring of Honor ring. Yeah, that's fine. I also got super kicked by Nick Jackson and Adam Cole. Get when, out. When when Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club, you were in the ring. I was doing ring crew for that, and that was when they did. I think they did like. I don't know how many. They had a counter on the bottom of the screen of how many super kicks they did. Yeah. It was um, Colt's first show back with Ring of Honor uh, oh versus Jay Lethal for the title, and then they get interrupted by Adam Cole. And then, yeah, they had a counter on the bottom of the screen with how many super kicks they were giving out. And so they were just kicking everybody. What? And so I got kicked in the face did by you Adam need, Cole. Oh, did Such they, a humble guy. I, I didn't know any of this. I know. I'm learning so much. This is why you just put a microphone in front of me and I just yes. talk. Guys, this is my 28th appearance on this show. I, 28. I feel fantastic. Yeah. 28. And what who, is this? I'm, oh, I'm beating. Oh. Who, am I, who, who was I contending with with appearances? Steve. Uh, Steve. Steve from Warrior. Really? The principal yeah. promoter. How many has he been on? I think uh, he's beat you, dog. No this way. might be tying it. No right. way, man. I think it might he's be. been before and after every warrior, so it's what, four six. to five times? So that, this There's be been three wars. There's three been at least six. This is he's the third on five. He's oh, on five. okay, yeah. five. There'll be a sixth appearance. Yeah. yeah. It, this could be tying it. Yeah. This could be tying it. Well, you you got so much going on. I got a lot going on. I got two podcasts going on now. It's crazy. Right. How's, right. The, how's the impact one going, that was doing, That's doing really well, actually. We got put onto this uh, this network called the Impact Lounge Network. They're like the number yeah. one like news news website for impact and stuff, and uh, they put us on weekly, and I mean it's the listenership exploded. It was like no insane. Way. So wait, what, what's the district? Like, what is an network here on? So there was this guy named Sorry, BQ. Uh, his name is BQ. A lot of the a lot of the, ta- the impact talent knows him. Yeah, he was doing a YouTube channel of um, just impact news, breaking okay. news, shorts, long you know, long discussions, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, I'm tagging in. I'm tagging in. I'm tagging in. Oh, my other backstage boys here. <laughs> oh, what up, boys? <laughs> the other backstage boys. This is the one of the others. Is that what you said? The other. Yeah, there's two of there's us. There's two of us. Chris is right. trying to. Uh, I'm just trying, trying to. to you know how to he was trying, What's the joke here? I'm missing he, it. I'm missing it. He was trying to drive a line between you and I by saying Nate <laughs> is the new backstage boy, and you've been replaced. All right, because he's all about Team Cart. He doesn't hey, put you no, in there. What the fuck? You're right. You're you're included in all the Team Cart conversations, though. Not all of them. These guys have a lot of direct DMs. I don't oh, get involved. Man. <laughs> no. Guys, you this also is... have a lot. Hey, you also have dinners with other people. That oh, I'm not involved. wow. We're so learning so, so much. I also, I, also, I, also, I also cheat on them with another podcast. <laughs> guys, this is when you yeah. guys feud for a little bit, and then you have this. This is part of the story. You feud for a little <laughs> bit, and you come back together. Do I run in and save them? Is this where we make up? Is this where we make up? No, not yet. You got to feed for a little bit. I remember when we first started doing Backstage Boys, he... He's like, he's like, I'm not 100% comfortable with the fact that you cheat on me with another podcast weekly with the impact. With the impact. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you have another co-host, you have another whole other relationship with, <laughs> and like do all this, like, have this, like, all these laughs with weekly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that was doing really good. So BQ ran this channel called the Impact Lounge. Sit there. It should be on. Yeah, take oh, a microphone, Basil. And uh, my co-host Kyle knew him from an early, early podcast they did years ago. 
okay, during the earlier you guys podcast. Can stop being bored by Trent. No, no, no. Yeah, this is what it takes. The story. Let's talk about Kyle. <laughs> Just let him finish the story. I, I gotta go run around. Yeah, I'm he's running right. around. Right. So I hooked up. Kyle had me as a guest on yeah, the original yeah, yeah. podcast and you all were, that. You, were, you crushed it. So. I crushed it. So he's like, "We should do this weekly," and then we rebranded it and everything. And then BQ said, "I want to put you guys on, a, on my network." But yeah, yeah. he already had insane listenership going on cool and he's like we put you guys on and it fucking blew that's up that's great us, you got to be you got to enjoy all the listeners without having to having to build them not we, that you we grew it it was yeah, great I mean, we, yeah. we came with a great baseline and we just grew it it was awesome that's right baseline the total non-stop impact podcast impact talk for impact fans just like review subscribe <laughs> there you go my name is Aaron, and I'm known on YouTube and on social media as Elite Player. Elite Player, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us what uh, your YouTube channel is about. Uh, my channel is mostly about like wrestling figures and collecting WWE figures. Okay. But there's also some wrestling on there. Some okay. Vlogs. I'm actually recording one right now of War Wrestling. Oh, you're recording a vlog? Yeah, right now. As a, in the oh, okay, cool. Oh, like or going around here yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Um, yeah, I saw one of your videos. You got the that Penta mask last time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Did you get to see him today? Yeah, right now I just came from him. I finally met Phoenix. I had not met him before. Okay, cool. Um, do you follow Zack Ryder? Because I know he's a big action fi- like yeah, figure yeah, guy. Yeah, he just made that other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah with uh, Kurt podcast. Hawkins, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Kurt yeah. Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So, and do they, are, are they having matches with these figures? Or is it more like a collectible channel? Uh, like are these people wrestling each, the figures wrestling each other are you doing the no, still frame stuff no, no. Yeah, okay. they're just more talking about them breaking the news and all that yeah okay do you do custom uh, I've tried to yeah. but like I'm not that very good at it yeah yeah I mean yeah. it's difficult yeah they're kind of hard to so who are you here to see today uh, Bandido but he apparently isn't here he's yeah. not here oh, he's not, not here, here yet. yet breaking news yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he still Bandido. hasn't gotten here Apparently, but then he wrestled. Where did he, did he need to know? He didn't wrestle. No, he yesterday. wrestled here last week at AEW. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, what's he doing? Uh, I don't know. It, uh, it, here's a question: Why is Bandito okay? I'm 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 glad Bandito is always booked, but uh, uh, Flamita. I feel like Bandito is more booked than Flamita. And like, what's the? Is it Bandito? Yeah, I don't. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Is he that much better? You think? What's I feel like opinion? he is. You yeah. feel like he is? I don't. You don't? No. Ooh. I think okay. they're pretty Embrace equal. debate. No, no, no. I, I think, uh, you know, Flamita and Bandido are, are yeah. facing what the Lucha Brothers faced at the initial point. Okay. Where Pentagon was the one that was getting the initial bookings, and then Phoenix followed. Yeah. So I think just it's Phoenix just a matter of game. time yeah, yeah, yeah. for people to see Flamita do his work. Okay. And then they'll be both booked equally, I think. Okay. Uh, Dragon Lee. Is he here? Is he yeah, here? here. I, see right there, yeah. I see him. I see him. I need to get over there. What are you going to do? What are you uh, Are you going to meet Dragon Lee? What's going on? Yeah, I'm thinking about meeting him. I haven't met him yet, but I'm thinking about going over there. Cool. They're, they're coming what's after what's you, up? Charlie. You Is this Charlie? Are you Charlie? I am. What do you Charlie. want? What are you doing? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. So, I'm on the podcast right now. What is about the podcast? Yeah. Okay. It's a run-in. So, I don't mean to interrupt, but we're doing a run-in here, as you marks like to say. This dude here... Cut me out of his podcast because I said some <laughs> bad things about Gringo Loco. And, well, and, the audio wasn't great. Though. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear the audio wasn't great. It was I'll me and Sammy Guevara, and we were having a lot of fun. And he got mad here because I buried Gringo Loco. And I get it. Your name's Charlie. <laughs> no, his name's Charlie. Great, no, 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 no. <laughs> I heard some great. things. <laughs> I heard some things. Okay. And here's the thing. This it's thing. Don't worry about it. All right. You're good. Anyways, this is the thing. You can, like, edit this out and block me out, but I have, I'm going to say this to my Instagram. So this time it can't be. And Martin, wait, Martin over here has it too. 
all the angles. No more blocking me out. So, is this going to be in it, or are you going to edit it out again? I don't know. Oh, he's Do you want to be in it? I, I would love to be in it. Okay, but well, can, can we can we can we have you sit down and can we just like shoot the shit one on one or two one on two? Just hang can, out. He fucking oh. said, he forgot about. You. Can we swear on this? Yeah, you can. fucking a. Can, he can we hang out? Can we hang out? All right, well, hold on. We got to give him some classes on how to handle a mic. All right. Oh, am I too close? You're too close. <laughs> All right. Is he here again? Don't, don't do the tray way thing. Say say when. Say. There we go. You're good. Here. Here. All right. If we can hang out and, and talk about your career, I would love to. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm taking over. I gotta do the show and shit. And lose. Hey, Lily, Lily Player. Lily, Lily uh, Lily we love you. Thank you. Keep keep making videos. <laughs> yeah, you too. Keep okay. killing oh, it. Oh, I'm I sorry. I think. Are you on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I've watched your video. Really? Yeah, I, I actually have. You were you do at you WrestleFest seven? Do you want to set up the phone? Eight. So you don't have to hold Eight. It? Yes. Let's see. Let's let's put this in right there. I want you to. Or can you pick no, your head? No, you're good. You're good. Do your thing. Let's do it. Or we can. Or maybe Martin. Do you want to hold? No, no, no. Martin's Martin's busy. Martin's busy. Alright, so you ask me the questions. Uh, yeah. Ask me whatever you want to ask. Okay. But if I give you the answer, and if you don't like the answer, don't That's edit fair. me out. That's fair. Uh, can you keep can you no shouting for the Treyway <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Is that <laughs> fair? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you know the vibes. It's Treyway. Okay, so you're on the show. How are you? I'm on are the you, show. you weren't on the show last time? I know. And I promised that I was going to get on that show last time, and it didn't happen. It did, it, how did do not we know? happen. Only, only I know. I'm joking. It didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter because it wasn't aired, but I am on this show. You are. Uh, I'm in a. The freelance free-for-all. Yeah. A lot of huge names. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my favorite names on there. You got Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Pringle Pringle I have a lot of history. <laughs> you said favorite names, right? I was helping I you I said out. my favorite names. <laughs> I, wait, whose favorite is Gringo Loco? Who's his favorite? Who, He's who, the base god. The botch god. <laughs> MLW just signed up. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, I guess they're desperate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say. But by the anyways, way, did you say your name yet? did not. I'm Joe Alonzo, if you don't know. Joe now Alonzo. you know. Joe Alonzo. Not Joel, as all you guys keep saying for some reason. Everyone keeps calling me Joel. You've really brought the Takashi hair together. Now. I did. Doesn't it look good? It looks fantastic. I looked up a video on YouTube to do it. You, you got it. Uh, I was going to say, we can't get the... The people listening to the audio can't see it, but go to your I, Go Instagram. to my Instagram Live. It'll be up for 24 hours. Look at this. Uh, these braids. YouTube. Shout out. You can learn anything. Uh, uh, so... The, it's a unique match. Yes, you got. How do you how do you plan? Yeah, okay. Continue. continue so my favorites. So you got Brian Pillman Jr., Frank the Clown. Frank the. Oh, is he in the match? No, he's. Oh, he's coming out with Rob. I think he's coming out. Yeah, he'll probably come out with Rob. I thought you said he's over there. But ego, ego is in the match, which is my mentor. Oh, this oh, girl's oh. trying to beat me up again. Are you trying to beat me up again? Hit him with the belt. Hit him with the belt. Come here. Say your name to the microphone. What is your What is your name? Your name is. Her name is No. Uh, she is four years, five years old, but her cousin or who, who's her? Who's the other girl? Her sister's birthday. It's no, 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 no. Who's the other girl who's like? Her friend Lily is younger and is a lot, a lot bigger than her. This girl's two foot tall and she's walking away. She's who's, shy now. Who's your favorite wrestler? No. Is. She said it's not. Strowman. I she not said her favorite that. wrestler is not Gringo Loco. Um, space Monkey. This is how oh. Space Monkey. This, this is how you get on the next show because then Heat. we publish it and then War Wrestling Four is Joe Alonzo versus Gringo Loco. I want to do it. I, 
or Gally. Oh, I'm getting a hug. Fuck. I'm getting oh. a hug. You, you're you're, you're gaining fans just by sitting fans. here. You see this? Look at this face. Look at this rubber giving Holy, sh- <laughs> holy schmoly. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Sammy Guevara got a whole lot of views on his YouTube channel because he sat here. I don't know if that's totally <laughs> true. We got cut out of that. He cut you out. Oh, yeah, we got cut out of that. I think because he found out that you cut <laughs> us out. I think that's oh, what yeah, it was. Okay, that's what it was. But okay. <laughs> Sammy Guevara actually gave me a, a nice rub and, like, more than one way. Um, he hey. posted a picture of me on Instagram, got me, like, 100 followers in, like, five minutes. Oh, and then he put me in his uh, he put me in his vlog, and I actually I am gonna you say had this just now. Heard about him, huh? I ha- I did not know anything about Sammy. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy just put his phone in my face saying it's Treyway. I know I was not supposed to do that, but I did it. Yeah, you did it, bro. He, yeah, there's one rule. Uh, there's one rule. It's Target. It's Trojan. <laughs> if anyone gets the inside joke, um, but I didn't know who he was. I, I've heard of him, but I didn't know much about him. And he's putting his phone in my face, screaming Treyway. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Like thinking he's being a dick, but he's actually. Like, like one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah. I don't care what they say about him. I, no. guess, I oh. guess he has oh, okay. eat. But uh, Sammy's my boy. I uh, love Sammy. Um, but so he put me in the vlog. Cool. And I hate vlogs, by the way. I don't right. know about you guys. I think vlogs are so boring. I mean, I, we just had our friend Elite. <laughs> but it's yeah. that's different. It's Except about Elite Player. Go check out Elite, Elite Player. player it, it's about wrestling. Like, a lot of his vlogs are wrestling. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Like, I like wrestling, so... Well, sometimes I like wrestling, but... No, no, a lot no, of vlogs about just, like, nothing. When people like vlogs, like, oh, I'm going to the gym, guys. Oh, I'm... Oh, okay, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. Vlogs about nothing. But Sammy's vlogs aren't... He's like, documenting his journey. Yeah, but it's not really all about wrestling. Yeah, it's yeah. about just, like, him... It's a lot of traveling. He likes just and, walking around. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, him talking and motivational, like, like speakings and sayings and all, all that stuff. Uh, but I love Sammy's vlogs. Like, Sammy made me a fan of, like, somewhat of vlogs now. And I hate vlogs, but putting you over Sammy even though like you're already over as it is but um <laughs> this is not really so, doing so much how, for you so how do you win this match what do you do it's how do like I win this match submission. so it is every yeah. every minute 30 we're taking a picture right now guys yeah it's live cheese 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 oh, oh so you don't all start in the ring um no no so two people start out it is uh every minute 30 someone enters and there is 12 people in this match yeah so, um, I have like, I don't know how to do the math on that to do like, I, I actually, I, I have no idea. What, what is my percentage of chances of winning this match? I don't know. Like, I don't know. At this point, we just insert the 99% chance of me winning this match. It's 112. <laughs> They're probably against me. <laughs> one twelfth chance. Yeah. I don't know how to do that in a percent. I like barely got through high school, but anyways. Are you number 12? Do you know you're not drawing? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. I hopefully will find that out very, very soon because the show will be starting in like an hour or, or yeah. now. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Do you have to prep? I, I, I don't know. Wait, wait. What time is it? Uh, it's currently 6.44. 6 oh, we're good. We have a whole like almost hour. Did, oh, did Kai, you guys going out first? Uh, I think we are right before intermission. Okay. Oh, no, no. Right after you intermission. You guys are right after. Okay, cool. after intermission. Yeah. So you're going to wake everybody back up. Yeah, I wish it was before intermission so I can try to sell some merch, but... I guess people don't really care about. Me. Yeah, you don't. I don't have any fans here. Oh, do you have any sad. merch? Dude, I have merch. There's people on live right now. There's, there's some fans. They're leaving. They're, they're like here, they're, they like left. Like people waved and like oh, said yeah. little comments. I'll read those later. But yeah, I don't have much fans, man. I mean, I have like 1,300 followers on Instagram, and that's it. But where, where will we catch you after Warrior Wrestling? Where, where are you next? Uh, I got Galley coming up. Nice. Um, my schedule's a little bit off. Yeah, yeah, the new Gallery Arena in, what is that, is that Rose? No, Melrose. Melrose? Melrose they both Park, have a Rose. Baby. Melrose Park. 
That's and from, the I'm from that area. Are you? Yeah, I'm from Berkeley, Illinois, which is next to Elmhurst. Berkeley? Elmhurst. Are you it from sounds fancy. Uh, I'm from. No, Berkeley is actually not fancy. Elmhurst oh. is fancy. Berkeley is. I'm from Oak Lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are My girlfriend's father grew up in Oak Lawn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably a weirdo, but. No, he's like a he's like a '85 Bears fan type, like a pull. Of is sausage. he old school? Yeah, he's old school. Old school. Worked okay. for the gas company his whole life. Has, has pension now. A really great guy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but my schedule's a little bit all over the place. I'm trying to organize a lot of stuff. Um, I have like, there's a lot of thing. I'm not gonna announce yet. But okay. I, like I have some big things in potentially that can happen. Cool. It's not for sure. Is um, that like going to new places? Yes. That, yes. Okay. Yes. New territories. New places. Okay, cool. um, maybe new countries. Um, there you go. That's and a big goal for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know. Like, I, I wrestled a majority not in the United States. I wrestled in Mexico for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so don't six know months. That. I was six months in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I wrestled. I did two I did uh, two shows. I got lucky. Uh, right place, right time. Got on some AAA shows. Did some T- DTU shows. Local independent shows. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people don't really know about that. I need to start getting in with you guys so you guys can uh, so, so where put can me over. So where can people follow you? Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Alonzo Jr. That's not okay. Joe. Not Joel. <laughs> it's Joe. And then Alonzo has a Z, not an S. IWA Mid-South likes to put S all the time for some reason. I was in the TPI. Don't know if that's known. Ty Petty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I got eliminated very fast. Here's oh. Matt Nix. Matt Nix. Matthew. Say hello in the podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, FreelanceWrestling.com. DJ <laughs> Drastic. <laughs> Pinche drastic. Pinche good body. Uh, <laughs> buy my merchandise, ProWrestlingTees.com. Four Star Heroes. Four Star matching, Heroes. Matching tights. Matt Nix. Matt Nix. You guys don't know this, but Matt Nix likes girls with nine toes. Does he? He has a thing. Missing toes. Nine missing toes or one, one missing toe? One missing toe. He Does likes it? girls with missing toes. One, preferably, that are bartenders. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Got to get it where you can get it. But this was fun, guys. Thank You're you. You're going to be in it. I promise you. I'm gonna be in I'm it. I'm glad we got to hang out instead of a bunch of shouting. I'm glad this. <laughs> we were having so much fun last time. And then Sammy, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Sammy, when we like won those prizes, we won the little Undertaker things. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Sammy uh, cheated. When I was talking to you and you were like looking at me, Sammy was like flipping through the cards and was like looking for the winner. <laughs> well, dude. Well, Chris had Chris went in the line for Rey Mysterio, so it's just like you shouting and Sammy just chiming in every ten seconds. Yo, check out my YouTube channel. <laughs> I was overwhelmed. I was like. <laughs> We did. There was a it lot was, of people here, It wasn't too. great audio. This was a much better, like, conversation. All right. That was it. You can visit us at twoheelsandaface.com. You can find yeah, us and follow us on Two Heels and a Face. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can listen to our episodes and find our episodes at... Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Yeah. And hashtag PushPaco2019. Hashtag EWTPA. Yes, continue to do that. <laughs> <laughs>